What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Life After High School podcast. On today's episode, I have the amazing Nikki Cuero on the show today. She is a competitive volleyball player, Olympic weightlifter, kindergarten teacher, business owner, overall badass chick, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear this conversation with her. So please enjoy. The goal of these conversations is to learn from unique people's stories and experiences. These conversations are all centered on the topic of growth and personal development and what it means to get better every day and achieve our wildest goals. One of my goals is to rank on iTunes and Spotify. So how you can help me with that is by giving the podcast a five-star rating, leaving a review, and please don't forget to leave your Instagram handle in the review so I can give you a shout out on the next podcast. Thank you very much and enjoy the show. It's the Life After High School Podcast. So, Nikki, first and foremost, welcome to the podcast. I'm very excited to have you on. And in doing my research, I just want to start before we get into it, into it. Um, In doing my research for having you on, um, you, you're like really strong. (laughs) I guess it was borderline, like I was scrolling through your lifts and like trying to read captions and stuff that you were putting out. And I was getting intimidated watching the videos i was like i can't it's like that's a lot of weight like which part though which part was intimidating the um, weight the technique the i think sport. i think the celebration afterwards as like a wrap-up of something just kind of put the nail on the coffin for me and i was just okay like ooh, yeah no messing around so is yeah it, is it aggressive like I, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend today and i said you know sometimes when i celebrate a lift I feel like I'm just kind of angry, but I'm not angry, you know, but like, yeah. but I am, but I'm not, but I'm just like, oh, that, that's my reaction to every lift that like is a success, a successful lift. Yeah. And I'm just like, but that was such a good lift, you know? Yeah. And I think that, I think it like completes what it is. Like there's a dynamic movement and then all of a sudden the celebration is like, it's a battle cry <laughs> as I refer to it. Yeah right and so I'm yeah anyways I just want to share that with you before we get into it so take us through so people kind of get to know a bit about who you are um take us through from your transition leaving post-secondary to where we are now and then we can kind of come full circle sure um post-secondary let's see well before we go to that when I was younger I envisioned myself as either working with children a police officer, or a marine biologist. Nice. Out of the three, the marine biologist was kind of like, maybe that's a little too far-fetched for me. Um, Post-secondary, I got accepted to early childhood education. So that is my field of uh, career right now. I've been working with Peel District School Board. September will be 10 years. Mm -hmm. I work with 30 kindergarten students. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Your expression. Why the expression? The expression is kind of, <laughs> I put myself in your shoes for a brief second. And I go, oof, geez, it's yeah, just yeah. me responsible for them. Yeah. And I don't and know about that. <laughs> I, I get that a lot. I get mm. that a lot based on, I guess, probably the dynamic right now, especially with COVID. Mm. I think people um, give us a different, they put us on a different pedestal now because with COVID having to wear masks and having to send children home, if they have like a cough or like something Mm -hmm. so small, I think the dynamic of like the education, and I probably speak for a lot of educators, it's changed over the last two years. Right. Um, so I'm still, I've been, I've been, uh, teaching kindergarten, um, but I'm kind of growing out of that right now. So I am in the process of being a police officer. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, That's exciting. It, it's been a slow process because in 2019, I kind of did the whole process, went from A to Z and I didn't get on. To be honest, it's a little defeating. Um, mm-hmm. You, sorry, there's like a hair in my face. <laughs> no worries. Welcome to live podcast. 
um, <laughs> um, it is defeating because you try to, you revisit the whole hiring process right. and you're thinking, I'm in my mid thirties, I'm minority, I'm bilingual, I have a career in education, I've been a part of a community for X amount of years. Mm -hmm. What did I do wrong? Or what am I missing? Right. Um, so, and the part of that that's defeating too, is you can't um, apply after a certain amount of time huh. to re until you redo it again. Yeah. So depending on where the, like where I failed, some services won't even accept you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because let's say, let's say something got flagged in your psycho like psychology test you can't even apply to any other service. Yeah. So that was the hard part of accepting that because I went from, like, like I said, from A to Z in the interview did pass everything and then not being able to be told what went wrong. Mm -hmm. How am I not a candidate? That's frustrating. It's very frustrating Jeez. because especially like I'm not getting any younger, like, let's face it. I'm like in my mid thirties trying to figure yeah. out my life here, you know? Um, so a lot of people actually that are probably going to listen to this probably mm. don't know this, but then I kind of steered off in a different direction. And I said, you know what? I'm going to try to become a firefighter. Nice. Did that whole thing. Um, again, some information that I don't know or didn't know going into it is that if you fail like a rewrite of a test, we would get sent home. So halfway through, I got sent home. Huh, weird. It is weird. And and again, like taking my L's here at this point, I'm kind of yeah. like, okay, I'm trying to just be a part of a service. I'm trying to be involved in a community. Like right. what is wrong? So I finally got a little bit of information from other people. And I said, you know what, I'm going to take a course. I'm going to see, maybe they're trying to tell me that I've been out of school for so long, because if you think about it, I'm almost 34. I haven't been in, in a high school or post-secondary since 2010, 2009. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to take a course. Fuck it. Do it. Let's nice. fucking prove these people wrong yeah. because Hell yeah. you can still learn at 33, you know? Mm -hmm. And I did that. I took a mental health course. Uh, basically this course, I can get certified in emergency response. Whoa. I didn't, cool. don't, don't get it twisted. I, <laughs> there's like eight parts to it. I took the main part, like yeah. the step one. Right. Just to show that I could learn. Right. Yeah. What if I, what if I grew a disability that I don't know? What if I'm delayed in something and I don't know that? Right. I just needed to see it. So I took this course. Glenn, let me fucking tell you. You know, I fucking got an A fucking plus. Let's go. You know, let's go. Damn right. Okay. So I can learn. I can put it out there. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Right. Now then so, you back now. Exactly. So I am in the process. I went back into police. I'm kind of in the middle of uh with the service right now. So I'm hoping that's at this point, to be honest, if the fire service takes me, I'll take it. Police takes me first, I'll take it. Right now I could mm. go either or. Nice. Would you say I either or either or? Either one. Whatever works <laughs> for you. You know. I will not anyway. correct you, I promise. <laughs> I didn't know if you were like a word nerd or something. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, currently, I do stuff on the side. Um, I take pictures for the weightlifting association in Ontario um, by the name of Captured in Kilos, which nice. that's where I met you. Yeah, amazing. Um, we you met were, at a competition. Uh, I was working, yeah. yeah. And, and I've gotten a lot of compliments, and a lot of feedback on it. And it's something that I enjoyed doing when I was actually in high school because I took photography. Yeah. But it, it's something I just love. I'm always at a competition. I want people to see their celebration lifts. I want them to see their failed attempts. I want them to see like their coaching, their coaches behind them. I want them mm -hmm. to see the crowd. I want them to know or remember that moment. And I think it's important, especially for weightlifting, um, that they remember like the good and bad of a, of a competition. Right. And we'll dive into uh captured in kilos in a bit and kind of how that all started uh, in a bit for sure. But what I wanted to say about it in regards to how you've been doing it, it's gotten 
oh, not just obviously a lot better because it's how it happens when you grow something, right? Like if it wasn't right. getting better, be like, well, what are we doing? Yeah. But yeah. I was telling our good friend Pat about this a couple of weeks ago, where it's like the photos to me are better in the way of you're telling a story in them, right? Like you said, it's it's not just oh, this is the weight that's being moved. It's like, like you said, like there's a fail, there's a success, there's like the community, the relationships with the coach to athlete right. and all that stuff that you're able to share. And that is captured in the photo. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> here a week. And uh, that's, uh, that's what, I, that's what I see in those photos. And to me, that's what draws me in. Cause I'm very picky when it comes to what I like and what I don't, especially in terms of media and storytelling for me, trumps everything. And being mm -hmm. able to do that without editing that's just like in the moment is incredible so I just want to kind of compliment that before we uh, get into it well thank you I and I I try my best to not do too much on the photo because mm. I think it's once someone pays for their photo and I edit the way I want it to be mm. you can do whatever the fuck you want with them I don't care it, yeah. it's your photo right right um but I I always like you said, from the day I started comparing those photos from the now, completely different. Like mm -hmm. I'm learning every time, every session I do when I'm playing around with my camera, I'm learning something different all the time. Nice. So let's back it up a bit. When did you get in? When and kind of how did you get into? And I've been corrected about this before. Olympic weightlifting because I've said powerlifting and Pierce and Marcello looked at me and were like what it's not powerlifting <laughs> it's, not. it's Olympic weightlifting and I was like all right I'm sorry so yeah how did you uh how and when did you first get into it so funny you say that I get more of the bodybuilding than powerlifting really yeah I and, and you know what it's for the naked eye right like some people just don't know the difference and I at this point, I can't even get mad about it anymore. I just think that people just don't know. Um, weightlifting for me started 2015 and I was coming from CrossFit. Um, so my husband, John, he's a very decorated master's athlete. Amazing. And there was a point where we were doing CrossFit and I was like, you know, I'm just not getting stronger. Like, my snatch number is the same. My clean and jerk is the same. I can squat heavy, but I want the lifts to look good. You know, I right. want them to look pretty. I have this For thing sure. about making lifts look beautiful. And he's like, you know, just try weightlifting. And I nice. was like, I don't know if I really want to do that. Like, just looks hard. Like, yeah, it's too hard for me. I, I've come from the background of basketball, volleyball, rugby, the sports, right? Yeah. But this fitness atmosphere, I was like, oh, maybe CrossFit's just my lane. He's like, just try it. I'm not even going to tell nice. you to commit to it. Just try it. Amazing. So the first day, the bar this club doesn't exist anymore, but then it was Creek Barbell Club. Went in, whole squad was there. The, the number that I couldn't lift ever, like alone, I did it for doubles. Let's like, go you know like let's go it was like, i it love was it like pristine yeah. technique the Just snap clean. was there it was so fucking clean let's go. Nice. and then i was like so fuck crossfit i'm gonna fucking do weightlifting <laughs> nice and then since then now crossfit's just one of those things like if someone wanted to do a comp we'll do a comp mm -hmm. just for fun right because you can um, because i can right yeah. now weightlifting is just the focus um going back to the previous topic is um I do have to do some conditioning in terms of police but mm. otherwise weightlifting I'm I'm training five days a week so since nice. 2015 my first comp was actually 2016 at the pro show since then I haven't looked back wow so you've kind of um, always been involved in like stuff that's athletic or physical right it was yeah. just out of nowhere you're like I'm gonna do weightlifting and yeah. Like, interesting. Is that like Actually, from like here, growing here's, up or? Well, here's the fun fact. I'll give you a little bit of history with Let's my with nice. my health. <laughs> um, for me, I'm like five feet, giving myself some leeway. I'm really like four eleven. Let's just. <laughs> I I gained a lot of weight after I got my braces removed in high school. 
Interesting. And it was really, it was really important for me to be healthy because I've always been that way growing up. So I joined rugby from like 10th grade, 11th grade and 12th grade, just for the conditioning part of it. And so since then, that's the only time I played rugby, but basketball and volleyball were my two main sports. So I've always come from that athletic background. Now, the fitness, like lifting aspect did not come until, I don't know, like, I know you're from Sudbury, right? Yes. Like um, the physical education part for us, we were required to do this fitness part and help. Like, yeah. did you guys have that in high school? Yeah. yeah so we did similar. too. Right. I didn't have any interest whatsoever to be lifting a barbell. Like I was like, hell no, zero. I'm not lifting that. Like, no, I'm just going to go on the treadmill and just like run, you know, like Epic. Yeah. I, I was that person. And here I am like, well, I'd rather just lift the bar over my head versus deadlifting or I have nothing against powerlifting. I respect powerlifters. I respect bodybuilders. I respect all the whole sport of fitness and the whole industry but to me weightlifting is is is, it's beautiful I think Mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful sport there is a fluidity and finesse to moving the weight cleanly right isn't that what you said like you were mentioning that when you were at the comp that we met at yeah you were just looking at people like how are these people like lifting the weight yeah (laughs) it was weird and then because the day before was the first time I ever actually like took it seriously enough to try it like seriously while I was doing it right you tried it yeah so I okay so this is my I don't think I've shared this on the show (laughs) I'm intrigued by this now (laughs) I think you'll get a kick out of it so (laughs) Patty and I are going up right and we went for Friday night Saturday night and then we drove back Sunday morning to Sudbury it was like a first idea to see how we would like our first year friend anniversary as we I'd say as Pat's called it but like we called it yeah it's adorable but anyways <laughs> we hung out and we're driving and then he's like we're gonna train and I was like okay I think it was called apex right yeah, yeah so yeah. amazing so he's like we're gonna train and I was like whatever it is just I'm there <laughs> I'm in I'm along for the ride open mind opens doors and all that yeah, so I, I was like, like okay, that. We'll, we'll do it and we show up it's like six o'clock and then we go and we're doing like they do their sessions. I think it's like from oh, I don't know what it was, but from like six to seven thirty was a class, I think. And I'm just like eyes wide open. I'm like drinking water. I got chalk on. I'm like, let's do this, boys and girls. And I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, this is great, you know. And we're going through it. And then after, after um, the guys from the Subbury Weightlifting Club and I go out to eat. So Pat, Pat, myself, and then the group of them that were there we go out to eat and I shared this and they're like, yo, he was like, you know who that is. Right. And I'm just like, I'm like, just blinded by all I'm like, whatever. I'm just lifting weights to me. Like people are people to me. Right. Right. So it's like, awesome. But then they were kind of sharing the story about like Nikki and his dad and all. And I was like, that was, that was them. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) all right, cool. Well, he complimented me for being a quick learner. He's like, you learn fast. And I was like, thank you, sir. <laughs> Get my hat in your direction. So he shared, he shared that with me and they're like, that's crazy. So then Pat told me more about what it was and what we were going to do tomorrow and who they were. And then kind of that, that was my introduction into okay. it was that weekend. So other than just, seeing, Oh, you fully like Pat threw you like, in Oh the yeah. Water. You either sink or swim. Basically. Oh yeah. Fully immersed. <laughs> I'll call it. And so I think that was that great was friend there. That's a great yeah. friend. <laughs> oh, I was I was loving it. It was a blast. I still like tell people about it to this day. I'm like, this is an interesting time. But yeah, I learned a lot. To rate, and... If you were to rate like weightlifting okay. and what you learned mm-hmm. from one being like, I could never do this again. Don't make me do this. Yeah. Or like a 10, I'm willing to. Like I'm competing learn. tomorrow exactly okay. like put your fucking knee sleeves on and let's fucking go like which knee where sleeves. would you be <laughs> um probably like a seven oh, okay. no without saying seven because seven's a very cop-out answer i'll go an eight because everyone's like oh between Pat, one and ten i hope like you're seven. gonna listen to this so that this guy right here is <laughs> going to 
compete his first weightlifting meet that'd be insane this year or next year, next year, <laughs> next year. or next year <laughs> that'd be one on the list i think like as like an athletic challenge a physical thing i think it was it was a it was very cool to see the training and it was very very it was fun at the end of the day yeah. the community of the people was i've been thrown into a lot of communities like that like in different sports and i found mm -hmm. some are very hostile like some are very like timid and stuff to be around but not the olympic weightlifting one and so yeah it's always a vibe was, yeah it was awesome to see it's like i'm just laughing like why am i laughing yeah. so much like what's going weightlifting on weightlifting is fun weightlifting is fun it's, it's a it looked like a blast and it was for the little bit that i did but what i want to know um when you what's something that you've learned throughout the course of your weightlifting career so far that you would like share to people as a reason of why you should get into it as a woman we'll speak on not just in general oh man you're just going straight for the jugular eh okay um so being female for one the sport alone i think many women fear of getting bulky mm. let's go with that first sure. um which I think not everyone has the knowledge of there's bulky and there's strong. Right. Um, for me, what I learned is that anyone could be good at something. Like if you put your time into it, you first, when you will learn and you are patient with it, you'll get this, you'll get what you work for. Mm -hmm. And in the X amount of years that I've been doing this, um, I think the struggle for me was, yes, because I came from CrossFit, it was easier to transition because there, there are two main lifts that are in CrossFit that you can transition into weightlifting. Right. But for me, it was wanting the results faster and not trusting the program or trusting this is how many times you should train a week. If you want results, you can't not do your presses because nobody likes pressing overhead. Like all your accessory work is just as important as like the lifting part, right? Right. And I think it's hard to just take the sport and break it down that not every day is always going to be fucking snatching heavy today with maxing out our clean and jerk. It's not always like that we got to break down the lifts. That for me was hard because you had to understand the sport that way. Yeah. And um, a lot of my friends that know, I was injured literally two years ago. Um, coming off from another injury, like in 2017, I was in a car accident. I was T-boned. So my recovery has been on and oh, off geez. like the worst couple years of just recovery so when I get a small win to me that's like a big deal like so when you ask me today like hey how's your day I'm like dude it's a good fucking day like um yeah so I think what people have to understand especially women the sport of weightlifting is not about what you look like it's about being healthy it's about being stronger accepting that you might just not be good at it right when you start um it's just like anything when you learn something new and i think you you also have to be in that mindset of like what you said coming in with an open mind yeah i'm not i might not look good as pat you know like oh not everyone can look like like pat but i kind of want to look like pat yeah. right like so there's always I think everyone has to think that there's a small goal and you can't just want everything at full hundred. Interesting. And one thing to that, that was, and I think it's how you feel, right? Like, oh, absolutely. Like yeah. That over everything. Cause that was the, that's the kicker for me, right? Like I've done a, like every sport under the moon or tried or attempted stuff and be like, while I'm playing or competing or training for this one specific thing, right. Whether that be, Olympic weightlifting, jujitsu, swimming, hockey, basketball, soccer. It's like, what am I enjoying? When am I, when I'm in the thick of it and I'm having, and I'm not feeling good about my progress, am I still having fun? Like, am mm -hmm. I still enjoying like being around the people I'm being around? Like how bad really are those bad days? Right. Yeah. And, and you're right. I, 
I try to remind myself, especially like for someone like me who is in the education field, like it's kind of hard right now trying to balance like work and lifting and still trying to balance life in general mm-hmm. um, to dig deep after like a seven and a half hour shift and going into another 90 minute session. It's a lot of mental state where you kind of have to wrap your head around like, hey, 90 minutes, you do the work. Now it's not about motivation. Now it's about discipline. Right. What do you want? Do you want to miss this workout and then just move on the next day? Well, no, we're not going to get better that way. And I try to tell people who are learning or that are getting into fitness right now, you have to enjoy the process even when it gets hard. Mm-hmm. And I've been there. I've been through the heart of and the dark places of not being able to lift, not being able to run. The only thing you could do is walk for 15 minutes. I've been there. And being wow. told that by a professional like physician saying, your physical capability right now is walking. If you can walk for 15 minutes, you walk for 15 minutes. And Jeez. that was about four months of that. So take all the progress that I've had in the X amount of years and then being told that you're not allowed to lift because you've had a grade three concussion. You have something wrong with your disc, your shoulders messed up. Like Jeez. there was just, and it was just a whole hot mess, but you have to, I always think about that. There's always going to be a reason as to what, why are you working out? Why are you lifting? And for women, for us, we're our worst own critic. Like yeah. we look at ourselves in the mirror and we're like, Ooh, I need like different pants so that I can pull them up so that I look better. I hate the whole body image thing. I despise it because mm-hmm. I think that's where social media ruins us. And yeah. I, and I get a lot of people saying, Oh my God, I love how you look, or I, I love, I want to do this. I, what are you eating if you're cutting? And I'm like, you have no fucking clue what it takes. Yeah. So, You asking me these questions, unless you're willing to do it physically, mentally, emotionally, don't message me. Don't slide into my DMs asking me what my macros are. I don't count my macros. I eat properly. You know, like there's so many different things that come with it. But women alone have to understand that being strong is really important physically, mentally, emotionally. Like it's such a big part of how we look at ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's what I found was, and you're a good example of that, but with the, with any women in the athletic communities, like with, whether it be the MMA community that I'm currently in, or even just like the Olympic weightlifting one and stuff like that, there's a confidence to them that they have that at that, sorry, that they exude as well, that you don't see at, like some when they're you're just out seeing them in restaurants or talking there's a you know there's a disconnect mm-hmm. from that and they're kind of shy they're to their self where there's no and not not so much to say like display of violence but they have a power of they're not afraid of like yeah. a confrontation or an interaction not going hunky-dory or anything yeah and it's very very it's inspiring to see because it's not just and i say women but i mean that's they exude that confidence more and -hmm. they don't have an arrogance to it. That's just, Oh, like they're just confident in it. Whereas men, it's very tricky because it's, are they confident or arrogant? Right. (laughs) Right. Where I don't see that blend happening easily with women. You know what? Tell you the truth. doesn't matter how many times I've competed, whatever platform I'm competing on Mm -hmm. that first lift of a snatch, I'm fucking shitting my pants. Because this is make or break. Like if mm-hmm. this is going to tell me if I'm going to have a good fucking yeah, It day. sets the tone for the rest of the meet. 100%. Sure. So let's say I make that lift. You bet your ass my confidence level is going up. And the moment I drop that barbell in front of me, we fucking go. You put weight on let's that. Let's go. Bar. Like, you know, Load like, it so like it, I think it's a big deal, especially like, you know, because you asked about women. Mm-hmm. It, it's important to walk that way. Like we have to be. I, you know what though, let me revert back. Some people that aren't exposed to this lifestyle, mm-hmm. I think they are more timid. 
I think because they don't have the experience, they're not familiar with weightlifting, jujitsu, any sport. Sometimes they're familiar with only lifting at like a women's gym. And I think that's where the segregation happens because they don't Uh, want to be exposed, right? right? Like I think that already alone, wherever, if it's Good Life LA, whoever started that, that's where it split us. Yeah, I think it's that commercial side of the fitness industry, right? Where they're, oh, well, there's only men in this gym. How can we diversify? 100%. Yeah. Oh, like there was in Ottawa. um, So I went to Algonquin for four years and there's College Square, right? And College Square on the campus or right off of campus, sorry, is they have the top floor of I think it's the independent or the metro whatever big grocery store is the top floor of it is a good life for women okay and it's always packed yep so I I'm believe like, it this is great but yeah it's trying to find a blend but I also I blame dudes for that one for why oh, it's yeah. kind of tougher right I think especially like years ago right like yeah. the moment like a female walks into the gym like heads are turning yeah. Why is that? Why is that a thing? Like, why can't a female be in a male dominant sport? Like, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Like, yeah. so I feel that's where it kind of put us in that position of lacking confidence or not trying something new. Um, or even being you know so what? worried about how people look at you, right? Or exactly, like what people think of you. Yeah. Or like wearing certain things to the gym. Mm-hmm. But maybe not wearing like vibrant colors so that you don't stand out like yeah that shit like <laughs> yeah I don't blame you it's, yeah it's yeah. no it's it's a weird it's a weird thing but you mentioned it a couple minutes ago and I kind of go back to it you mentioned where discipline and motivation kind of separate mm-hmm. so could you give me your definition for what you believe discipline is and then give me your definition for what you believe motivation is I'm very intrigued. Oh, that is a good question. Um, so motive, I'm going to go with motivation first. Perfect. Um, think motivation for me alone. And this kind of goes, I don't know if I'm being like contradicting, but it goes back to like social media. Mm-hmm. When you see celebrities, like, and he's Dwayne Johnson, for Perfect. example. Great like, example. he's a fucking rock. Like, the size of his biceps is like my entire body. Okay? It's, it's ridiculous. Right. But let's take his lifestyle for a second. He's this iconic male celebrity, but it doesn't matter what the fuck he's doing. He's taking two hours, three hours, however long he does, he takes to work out, but it's a part of his day. Mm-hmm. That to me, when I see someone with that lifestyle, that's motivating to me. Right. Because then you're like, do I want to sit on the couch and do nothing? Or do I want to take 30 minutes, 60 minutes for myself and get better at something? Mm-hmm. So I look at social media for that reason, not to find motivation, but to seek like what can fire me up, like yeah. what can keep my like head spinning in certain things. And it, and, it, and I don't, to be honest, I don't even look at females because I think it could really balance you'll mm-hmm. have your strong women you have your strong men it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter what they are like I just I try to pick and choose different people's lifestyle and I just I always ask myself what's my excuse for not doing it yeah um so that to me is what motivation is is when I just see other people that can have such a busy lifestyle but they make it a part of their day and yeah it's the highlight of like their week that they get to, to work out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that there's always a reason to be motivated. Right. To me, my reason for being motivated though, is because I want to be, I want to be healthy. Yeah. I want to be able to lift things from the ground without hurting my back. I want to look healthy too. So help that whole health part of it is, is my motivation. Amazing. So do you ever have, you have a garage, you have a gym in your garage, right? I do. Like you have a yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nice. So <laughs> I say that cause I have one as well, but every time I, and I'm sure this has happened to you from what you're saying, how you use social media as that motivator tool. Um, 
I'll be scrolling at like 10 o'clock at night. And this is what people don't get about the great part about having a gym so close to you, especially mm -hmm. if you're training like it's breakfast where <laughs> you I'm scrolling and I see a bunch of people training and I'm like, I'm not doing anything but you on my phone. <laughs> So I got to switch that up a bit and then I go train right away. I don't know if you've had yeah. any, like if it's that quick of a motivation strikes, you're like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes it's the complete opposite. Sometimes, when was it? I think it was about two days ago. And I knew that it was going to be a short workout. Like my mm -hmm. program said, you know what? This is a quick workout. It was uh, clean position, cleans, power jerks, and then rack jerks. All I had. Epic. Like this is fast. You know what I did? I sat there on my phone for almost two hours and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, no way. I could have been done already. Yeah. That was like the complete opposite of what social media did to me. Didn't mm -hmm. find motivation. Nothing was nothing like that. So I was like, oh my God, it's been 90 minutes. I need to mobilize. I need to get this done. So mm -hmm. that to me, sometimes it does happen the other way, which after that instant though, I said, I can't do that again. That wasted 90 minutes of my time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say it. that's a, yeah. that's good that you became aware of that though. Like you caught yourself. I mean, towards the end and you're like, all right, we got to buckle down now. Oh yeah. And, and I think social media does that to most of us where we kind of get sucked in and then you're in that rabbit hole for so long mm. and you're like, okay, it's only 10. And then you look up at the clock. Oh my God, it's fucking 1130. Like, <laughs> Jeez, like I got a little bad. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, geez. So now, what would you say you would how you how would you define discipline then? Like, what's what's that mean to you? Like a consistency part of it, or just showing up? Um, I think both. The consistency part to me is you want to have to do it, right? Mm. Um. Being disciplined is so challenging, even for someone that does it five days a week. Mm -hmm. um, for example, because we have a gym like yourself and mm -hmm. myself in our garage, since COVID, I promised myself, do not take that for granted. No. Because there were so many people in our province that didn't have that gym access where I'd walk down the basement into my garage and I have a gym. Mm -hmm. I don't have a reason to not work out other than if right. I'm like injured or what sick, whatever. But since COVID that's where my discipline is. People don't have the luxury of having a gym in your in their homes People might not have the finances to afford a gym to go to. Mm -hmm. To me, it's my lifestyle. This right. is a part of who I am. I take 90 minutes, 120 minutes of my day because this is a time for me. This isn't yeah. about who I have to please or what I have to do. This is where I reset and this is where I'm getting better. This is where I'm learning something. I'm all about growth, whether I have a great lifting day or if I have a, the worst day of my life. Mm -hmm. Either way, that's a time that I'm learning. And for me, that's enough for me. That's enough for me to come in, even if my quick workout is so fast, even though that 90 minutes was a waste of my time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's enough for me to be there. It's enough for me to not, I don't even have to flick the switch anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things that the moment a certain time comes in the middle of the day, I start dressing up, I get my shit together and I'm in the garage, like mobilizing. Nice. So it, it's, it's about my lifestyle. It's about who probably wishes that they can lift and can't do it because of an injury or permanent injury. Mm -hmm. Um, you just never know. So I always think about other people that probably wish to be where I am um, health-wise. That's interesting because I've had a handful of people. Like I found as soon as the gyms, like on the most recent lockdown, I think it was beginning of January, there was a lot of like flack that was getting posted up, right? And yeah. 
My issue is that was everybody wants to create or display problems, but I like to have solutions. Yeah. Right. I like to solve problems. And if I can't solve the problems because they pertain to myself, then that's where I reach out to my circle and go, Hey, check me. Cause I gotta, Mm -hmm. I gotta figure this out. So anyways, so I like I, that, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's thank a good you. perspective. Because yeah, I've I've found a very I'm very very good at solving other people's issues, but I'm not very good at solving my own. Right. I'm the same. Right. <laughs> so you need those people who are able to yeah. check you and make sure that, like, yo, listen, man, like you got to mm-hmm. bring it down or be patient. That was what yep. Patrick told me the last time we talked. About it. <laughs> Cause I do like, just slow down, man. And I'm like, yeah, you, you, you gotta be calm doing this too. And like, so yeah, having, it's very important to have those people to be able to do that. But what I did was I was, I was like, all right, listen, enough's enough. I'm done looking at all the problems. Like we all know it's closed and you can't go. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll provide a solution. So I put it up and said, anybody who actually needs the gym, like a space to work out for like a space to escape and just be in their own head and lift weights, fire me a message. We'll work something out. I mm-hmm. have a space. I have weights. It's no crazy Mecca, but like, you know, Shit, you're making mats. it sound like I should yeah. fucking do it. Can I get a membership? Like <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, it's a good spot. Like punching bags. Yeah. There's like TV, whatever. It's a bunch of, I mean, I know yeah. none of that is related to lifting, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. So I have like a small amount of equipment, but barbell squat rack, a couple hundred pounds worth of weights. That's all you really yeah. need. So well, you know what? It's crazy. It's funny that you, um, you mentioned that because the first time Pat actually came to, to our house, him and his friends, uh, Spencer and Sierra, the first thing Pat wanted to see was the gym. Like he would oh it, he was, would. it was hilarious so amazing he's like i want to see where you lift i was like sure. candy so store. went downstairs he's like all right so where do you put your camera because like it's always <laughs> the same angle i'm like bro you don't even know about my angle you don't even but, know <laughs> about my I angles. Place my phone here he's like that's the spot, <laughs> that's the spot so like it's interesting to see what people see outside yeah. because once they finally come into your gym they're kind of like hey i see it on social media mm. but where does it actually like where does it reside and then right. it was funny to me because i was like dude i have never had to answer that question before that's but this awesome. is what it looks like <laughs> oh that's fun you guys both uh I'll, and i hope he hears this but i tell him this often too you guys both have better way better lighting that people are like oh why don't we see you working out in your gym like a <laughs> Cause I don't, I'm not supposed, I, I don't hold my workouts accountable to like coaches or anything. Right. Which right. I know that's why he does it. So I'm like, I don't, and my lighting sucks, dude. If I'm being <laughs> honest, like there's no, there's no good reason. Like I don't have any cool signs or like flags in the background or like growth. We talk about growth. Maybe me, maybe you need some decor. Like we got to get you some flags. Yeah. I get a, I get a captured in kilos flag. Oh, put it on my, yeah if you if you do i'll uh because that seems like a piece of merch that the weightlifting community loves right yeah. like the, oh weightlifting house flags. and stuff like that yeah flag so i have a canadian it's, one it's, but it's been in the works actually finally it's let's been go. it's been in the works i just haven't figured out because it's just white and the logo in the middle i've been trying to see if i could rebrand it a little bit to kind of make it more stand out but because it's so classy I kind of like that too so I haven't really I've been back and forth I'm so everything's got to look a certain way yeah it's got to be primo yeah and and I did show Pat actually because he is my ambassador um I I'm like dude what do you think he's like love it do it I'm like dude calm down (laughs) right (laughs) don't go full send just yet I need I need criticism give me something he's like no it's fucking good I'm like you're the worst. I can't have this. Like, um, but the funny you say lighting. Yeah. I actually kid you not. I have this big ass ring light. Yes, right in front of me. Amazing. Because I've had people call me out and they're like, "Dude, your lips are good, but I can't fucking see you. We can't <laughs> see you. I think they're good because I can read the caption, but." So I'm oh, like, that's funny. Oh, now I got to invest in a light. So it, it, it's. Yeah there's been times where people have called me out so you know what maybe you need a ring light i don't know 
flags. You need a ring light. You need flags. What else? <laughs> yeah, I need a better, like, yeah, just things to cover the wall. It's bad. I'll, like, send you a video later of what it actually looks like because I realized something. I have no videos and no photos of it. So when people are like, yo, Glenn's got a cool gym. Oh, you got a cool gym? Y- yeah, I, yeah, I just can't show. Exist. I can tell you about it. <laughs> I can tell you about it. It's real. I promise that. It's nice, good yeah. space. It's mildly warm. Um, but speaking of captured in kilos, tell me about how that got started. Like, what was that process like in the beginning? Take me through. Oh, man. Um, so in the beginning, we talked about that I did photography in high school. Mm-hmm. It was really just a hobby. Wasn't, you know, when you pick like an extra, I don't know, credit. I was like, yeah, photography. I'm going to be one. good at that shit. To be honest, I didn't think 15 years later, I'd be going back into that. And like, oh, my God, what did you learn in fucking Miss A's class? Like nothing. Right. <laughs> um it started back in like 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. I kind of played around with taking photos at a seminar that was held at uh, Battlefield. Okay. I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can kind of capture some pictures, especially for this, this USAW coach. Uh, he came here. So I'm like, hey, is it okay if I take some photos? I just kind of want to see if I could, if I still got it, you know? He approved it. All was good. Then I was like, okay, they're pretty fucking good. Like I was nice. like, I'm not tooting my own horn, but you still got something. And then I fucking tossed that shit. Like I was like, it was great. It was fun. Loved it. Edited. Great. Nothing happened after that. And then I went to Orlando to compete in a competition last year. 2022. Yeah, 2021. 2021. And I just saw how people were involved in capturing pictures mm-hmm. and I'm like man there are so many people here that are about media nobody does that here like oh god no I think there were a few that tried it out and then it was unsuccessful but why couldn't we do that like I was kind of like why can't anybody do it so I played around with the idea I wanted to know more about the legal part of it what do I need? How do, how do I get people involved without the one or three people that are like, I don't want to be in the background photo. And after a few discussions with the president of OWA, he's like, you got to write a waiver form. You have to put X, Y, Z and make sure that you basically cover your ass. Smart. And to be honest, um, the first competition I did was at Provincial's. And kid you not, the lighting was so bad. <laughs> Talk about editing. Yeah. I was like, how, how the fuck do I edit this shit? Anyway, but they fucking loved it. Like everybody that was a part of that day, they're like, your photos are great. Like some photos could have been a bit better, but mind you, I literally had just bought a new camera. I fully went full in. Like, Let's I go. Nice. In the camera and Art. all the fucking shit you need with it and i said it's either gonna make or break right i'm never gonna know until i try it yeah i don't know seven competitions now and like it's it's getting better yeah um i when pat was one of the first people that was involved at provincials and the thing about pat he's just such a positive guy right yeah so i i, I love wasn't it like sure if he's just trying to like give me all these compliments and like tell me and like dude I don't know man like you just tell, tell me all the photos are fucking good all the time I don't believe you at this point but then I'm looking at them I'm like you know what they are pretty good mm-hmm. and yeah and I said you know what I should just do it I should just commit maybe not all competitions but if I know that there might be new lifters youth lifters people that have never done weightlifting yeah um that want pictures sometimes we don't even some people have never had updated photos of them coaching so that's another window I opened up um coaching photos during like a meet so actually the master's competition that's coming up next week I have a athlete that's also a coach because he's coaching about six athletes oh, but no he's kidding. also lifting so I said in your package do you want you lifting or just you coaching I'm like you could do both and he's like let's do both I'm Amazing. like perfect so I like that I can open up this to the coach as well. So I actually did this with um, 
the comp that happened at Winterlitz that Pat was in mm-hmm. um, with uh, LPS Athletic, uh, Clance Laylor and Clance Layler and his athlete uh, Maya. They're just they were like the duo that like Spencer and Pat. We all know those two, but this was a duo that I had the pleasure of taking photos for because you hear the leg slaps you hear the voices from the crowd but you don't see it when you're in the like being where you are but I right. got to experience that yeah. so every time I look at these photos I hear clients like saying like legs or like slapping the shit out of Maya's like legs and I'm and she's just like nonchalant about it yeah. and here I am like and I remember that moment like you know <laughs> So it's, it's great. I, I love it. Um, I think it's something that I can express, like we talked about, like people's expression and like their lifting, Hmm. good or bad. Um, There was a photo I sent to Pat uh, when he ordered his pictures from winter lift and it was literally the barbell was floating. And he's on the on the platform laying down. And I was like, dude, did you see that picture I put in your gallery? And he's like, which one? I'm like, I don't remember what it was but like he didn't make the lift and he's like but he posted it and he's like bro that is a wicked picture <laughs> <laughs> and it could be a good lift or a bad lift but some people just like the actual picture right so yeah it tells a it tells a unique story that yeah. you kind of and that was something that I'm actually so I have a good friend of mine who actually like we just became friends but we had one really good mutual friend and mentor between the two of us so when he made the connection it was like instant friendship right Mm -hmm. and so that's the only way right it's the best (laughs) way too and so anyways he was talking to me about the marketing aspect of running the summer camp that he was doing and the challenges he has and one thing that he's been talking to me about because they have to post photos but all the photos were like really really bad (laughs) And he's like, look at this. And I'm like, oh, it's not good. And he's like, yeah, they're just scanned in mm-hmm. photos and then published wow. like on banners. And I'm like, oh, you can't be doing it. He's like, there's no emotion. It's like, he's yeah. like, look at this photo. He likes this photo. It's shot upwards of kids on a rock climbing wall. <laughs> he's like, why are we looking at kids okay. from 15 feet away? You can't even see them. You like, might get in shit for that. Just oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And so I'm like, dude, we gotta, I'm like, he's like, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not good, but it's, so we, touched on the point of capturing that emotion mm-hmm. in those moments and telling those stories. And that's something that I think you've done very well in the last Thank few you. weeks. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah, I really, I really has, got a kick out of, I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. It, it's uh, coming November will be a year surprisingly actually. Cause I was like, shit, I don't know where this thing's going to go. Um, if I can just spend $3,000 on this shit and I have no idea. Um, but I actually have really good friends now um, in Orlando that are both photographers that do weightlifting meets. So amazing. They, they've helped me a lot. Um, just the past uh, comp, actually, I was messaging one of them and I was like, so how do you like do this? Like, which part do I change? And like, she was very responsive and honestly, amazing. YouTube, you can fucking learn anything off YouTube. It's crazy. But then, but like community, because you get to know people and what they do as well. Mm-hmm. it's easy to just ask be like you know what we have the same camera can you tell me how to do this whatever and she yeah. was so helpful so and another thing that's something I'm always learning every meet um maybe change my angles for this lifter maybe get different li- um warm-up lifts like so I always try to I, I get a lot of OG people like that have always purchased from the very beginning mm-hmm. um, which I absolutely love like, yeah. I appreciate their support but I also don't want the same photos, right? So that's the part that I'm noticing where I get ah, that I'm challenged with because I've done maybe one or two or three sessions with this athlete, mm-hmm. but I can't have them with the same photos. So that's the thing with that I've learned um, in the last couple months doing it. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Like that's a cool yeah. thing because yeah, now you have to, it puts the hiatus on you to get creative. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And, but how creative can you get in lifting though? Right. Like, yeah, you know, like there's, you're warming up, you're putting knee sleeves on thumb tape, 
drinking water yeah chalk yeah yeah i see what you mean there's almost and i think i was telling you guys this when i was at the one meet but the celebrations they got to be better for everybody listening in the weightlifting community you got to get a better you guys got to celebrate a bit more like a bit more like creative with it right if you hit your like i would be saluting bowing you know like wiping my feet like doing some chuck and jive like anything <laughs> wiping just get, your feet just get creative get fun like have have fun with it there's yeah, yeah. It's, it's there's there, a lot of there are some uh, uh, yeah you know what there but, we're i think we're trying to get better i think i think <laughs> we are um we we've been talking about Pat here and there throughout mm. this entire uh, podcast, but Pat's one of the people that has the best celebrations. I like, love it. He's yeah. he's about it, right? Yeah. And I remember in one of his lifts, um, I think maybe he had two attempts left in like the clean and jerk, and he's sitting in the back, and I'm here like taking photos, right? Yeah. And he's just like, weightlifting is fun, like, <laughs> and it's dead <laughs> silent, and I'm like. Why can't everybody be like that? Like, why can't people <laughs> just enjoy it? You know? Um, yeah. And, and I, and I try to do that for me as an athlete, yeah. like maybe not so like hardcore, like Pat does with his fucking like punches yeah. in the air. 16 punch combos. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm trying to get, I think that's, again, goes back to the part where we mentioned the confidence thing, right? Mm-hmm. I think that has a lot to do with being confident in, in yourself as an athlete. Mm-hmm. Now, why? Uh, tell me about. I'm because I'm curious, and I haven't had a chance to ask him about this. But uh, why Pat with the ambassadorship? Like, tell me about that process because I'm really curious. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Actually, I think I've only had maybe two people ask me that. Um, so, over the years, especially in my car accident, as I told you earlier, mm-hmm. um, I've changed my mindset a little bit. Um, I always try to look at anything in every perspective, Um, good or bad. I always try to either tread lightly and understand versus listening and responding. Mm -hmm. Um, Pat was one of those people I've never even met. Like it was a social media kind of thing. Like we kind of had mutual friends, like you mentioned a few minutes ago until we actually met, I was like, man, this guy has a good vibe. Like he's yeah. got good energy. And then, you know, sometimes you meet somebody and they're not who they are on social media. Yeah. It's a risk. It's exactly like yeah. that. I honestly thought Pat was like a quiet guy, complete opposite. That guy fucking threw me over the roof. And I was like, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. You're fucking good time. Like that's basically yeah. the impression I got. And, um, when he he was one of the first people that believed that this could be a thing um so he was one of the first people in that provincials group that purchased because i really lowballed how much it was it was like 35 dollars for like 10 plus photos yeah oh wow um and from that day he's never bought like packages and yes and he says it to me all the time i'm just supporting you I love that you're trying to make the community better by taking upgrading photos. Absolutely. Um, But then as soon as like time went on and I got to know him, people, I think people need to see that this sport is, yes, we joked about it, like weightlifting is fun, Mm -hmm. but people need to see that this intimidation of weightlifting can actually be a positive thing. Absolutely, and, yeah. and I think Pat's a great representation of the sport. Not only like, I don't know if anybody who will listen to this has even met Pat, but even when he doesn't know anybody that's lifting on the platform, he's one of the voices that is out there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even he doesn't even know who they are. He's just he's supporting it. Amazing. And I think that's a great way to even boost confidence to whoever's lifting some people might not like that but i feel like just a voice in the weightlifting community pat's been great at it and he's he there was a comp that he didn't do well in last year oh yeah and he was trying to qualify for provincial that one right? yeah. yeah and i remember him being like upset about it but he was like happy upset you know like 
here I am thinking, man, if I was, if that was me, I'd be like fucking eating myself alive. Right. Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, I'm, I'm going to do it. And we're going to go after it. And he came to battlefield and he fucking had the session of his time. And it just shows that you could literally be knocked down in the important meet that you're trying to qualify for another meet, mm-hmm. but then do so much better in another competition that you probably didn't even expect to do well. And he didn't even know anybody at Battlefield that time. I just said, dude, come this day. We'll get you to provincials. Nice. Best meet. So going back to your question, Pat's just a really good representation of what a positive energy is, what growth can look like in the sport for someone that's trying, that's a new athlete. I think when they see Pat and they see his story, like his photos, they're like, why is he so happy all the time? <laughs> that's just Pat. Right? That's how he so is, why, yeah. why don't I want that? I want someone that brands that positive energy, especially as a new business. Yeah. That's any, that's everyone's dream. Right. Amazing. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm and at, I know I'm, you guys are, yeah. You guys are, have only been friends for like two years, you said? Oh, not even. Uh, well, not yeah. even. Yeah, I think, no, we just, I think it was a, yeah. Yeah, no, about a, a year, a year when we met, like when I met you. Okay, which yeah. Which like so, four months ago, five months ago. Right. And from so, when, yeah. from that time, Pat had only, and I've only known each other three, four months, maybe. But oh, have wow. been following each other on Instagram for a mm-hmm. while never like actually <laughs> hug out with him but like he came just to watch the meet i was like you're just here to like watch you're not competing yeah. and you brought your friends with you like yeah. this is amazing like, it's hilarious yeah yeah it was a blast and <laughs> i think to that what i found really interesting but that's how we connected as well so i i from the beginning of 2020 i posted just one joke every day right <laughs> And every day, Pat would consistently respond to it. But I had no idea because I didn't follow him because he followed me through the podcast from another guy we like we know together. So okay. through three different people and the power of social media, he like messaged me about one of the episodes I did. He's like, dude, I loved it, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, who's this guy? Like, so I was on it when I got a message from him. I was like, this is weird. So I was like, this dude's hilarious. Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> so and then I was like, yeah, man, come on the show. We'll chew the fat. And then, yeah, I've been uh, friends ever since, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool to see. So, and I think individually, um, not I'm 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 saying this because I I like to be a realist as well that mm-hmm. there are a lot of bad people in this world. Yeah, and when you meet someone like Pat, mm-hmm. you the world can fucking use more Pat. One hundred percent. Like, yeah. and I think that's a great way, especially social media, is a great way to show him off that way. And right like he's he's fucking good times like taking pictures of him and spencer i'm here fucking shaking in my camera i'm like no you need this lift nikki um but it's always so fun because he makes it fun he's maybe like too loud for other people but i love it i love the energy it's there's never like a boundary with him in weightlifting like Mm -hmm. he shows up and he shows up to people that he's a fucking athlete and that's what i want on my like behind captured in kilos amazing i'm really i'm really excited to see how it like grows mm-hmm. especially yeah. too like that that's what i'm really excited for for that journey yeah. and for that process so as we kind of wrap up what i'd like to know do you have any kind of concluding lesson or experience or statement that you'd like to finish with or advice that you received that's kind of stayed true to this day? Uh, yeah, we kind of briefly talked about it earlier, but um, I think as doesn't matter, male, female, whatever you represent yourself as, um, you got to be patient. Be patient with the journey that you're on. Like I said, if it's easy, maybe there's something you're doing wrong. Because I think the moment it gets hard, that's where people take a step back. And to me, when it's hard, you know, you're working. And I think that's where, you know, you're like, you know what, it's supposed to be heavy, or it's supposed to be a struggle. 
but that's where we're growing. So I think what I want people to take out of this is whatever sport you're in, you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days, but both days you're learning something, take whatever small win you get from those days, good or bad, know that that's a part of your process. That's a part of where your journey is. And you're not going to have the same path as everybody else. Take what you can get in your 90 minute sessions, your one hour sport that you play and fucking enjoy it. Enjoy the good, enjoy the bad and enjoy the hurt that you get out of it because you, everyone has a goal. The way we get there, it's all different, but the main purpose of it is achieving it. You achieve it. That's it. Like you just got to do it. Amazing. Amazing. Couldn't have said it uh, better myself. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. So <laughs> Nikki, I'm really grateful you were able to share your time, share your story and teach me some things and stuff over uh, the course of this podcast. So now the red carpet's yours. Where can people find you? Oh, where can people find me? Oh, that question. Um, Instagram normally would be just my name, Nikki Caro, or Captured in Kilos with captured.in.kilos on both on Instagram. Amazing. Right on. Well, thank you very much today for doing uh, doing the podcast. And I'm looking forward to the feedback from it. And uh, yeah, chatting with you some more in the future. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Amazing. You are very welcome.